Hello, everybody, and welcome to Kira's Kingdom, the podcast, the Death Note Watch Along podcast, where we talk about Death Note episodes. I, I am your host, Riley. Get joined up. by my co-host. Oh. Do, do, I almost called. Oh my god! Did you always <laughs> call me Death Note? I almost called you Doe Niggity. <laughs> Doe Niggity. I think I, I I combined the first. The I got the first two letters of of death. No, the first letter of death and the first letter of note in my head, and I replaced <laughs> the M and the D of your name. <laughs> His name is not Doe Niggity. It is Mo yes. Diggity. Yes, it is I, Mo Diggity, not to be confused with Doe Miggity. <laughs> Do we have to and I am that? not. <laughs> I say Miggity. I said it with an M. What are no, you I, fucking I doing? I said it with an N. Because <laughs> that's said it what with I an said. N. All right, I thought, I, I thought you said Mig, no. not the other thing. I was thinking about Death Why? Note and Why, Mo Diggity. Riley? Why? Why, Riley, are you trying to get us canceled? Why are you like we're in episode six of Death Note, my new favorite anime for right now, because I'm really, really enjoying it so far. And I'm going to get into why I enjoy it, uh, enjoyed this episode immensely in a little bit here. But why are you trying to get us canceled, Riley? That's just what I said by accident. OK, it's not even. Do you have even... any idea? No, no, no. Do you have any idea what's happening to Joe Rogan, our Lord, our God of podcasts? Listen, right I didn't now? say anything about any movies about species of animals that are historically compared to <laughs> other races of you. Well, what about the N word supercut, which I laughed at and enjoyed immensely? <laughs> the, by the, the way, the N word supercut. I must have watched it. I must, yeah, I must have watched it like three fucking times already, and laughed even harder at all the people pretending, uh, feigning fucking uh, uh, emotions over that. They just want to get somebody. You fucking leftist fascist. Fuck all of you. Anyway, right, anyway, no, we're, we're really going top right. heavy with this fucking Joe Rogan talk. Uh, yeah, I'm Please sorry. Save I'm it sorry. For after I'm, the death note. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit perturbed at all this really fucking stupid goings on right now. But anyway, death note. Death note. Today we're talking about uh, death note season one, or it's, it says season one on IMDb, but there's only one season. Uh, death note episode six, unraveling, uh, which first aired in Japan on November seventh, two thousand six, and the episode director was Oyamu. Um, so yeah, that's that's a person apparently. Um, yes, whatever whatever I just said. What did I just say? I said uh, Omi Naru, Mortal Kombat. O U Namu. O U Namu. Okay, yeah, that, that's who directed this episode. That's who we have to thank. O U for... Namu, thank you, All bro. Right. Uh, so anyway, uh, by I'm the in way, a goofy I just... mood. I, I'm sorry to everyone involved and. <laughs> You know, my good, my gracious host, Riley, you know, Rockin' Riley, just putting up with all rockin my bullshit. Riley. Yes, Rockin' Riley, coming at you, rocking around the clock, Rockin' Riley. That would be your that, 80s and me. 90s fucking DJ name. That's my radio name, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh... Rockin' Riley at K9505. Blah, blah. <laughs> I, I just want to say, the first bomb. of all, um, that uh, people probably thought we forgot the Death Note rule bit last episode we didn't there just was no death note rules that got revealed last episode i yeah, just wanted to I, say that because i thought I we didn't do it and then i realized we didn't do it because there were no new rules 
Yeah, we, we tend to say that we forgot to say the rules, so we'll get to that here in a little bit. A lot more than just like not fucking up the bit entirely right out the get go, which well, is sort of gonna, one of my favorite parts of the podcast. Is like we're you gonna know, talk about the rules this time. I'm gonna remember. I'm going to remember. Yeah, folks, if you if you're looking for like a Mark Marin sort of level fucking podcast or professionals and all that, you're not gonna find it here. This is the you're not gonna find it at the Kira's Kingdom Death Note podcast. Death Note. Riley kind of said the N-word a little bit right off the bat. A little yeah. bit. I, I said a little bit N-word, kind of. Um, I think but, the uh, only thing that saves you has a, a itty at the end of it. Yes, it is not. There's no A. It, it, it's, yeah, there's no soft A. There's yes. only itty. There's no A. There's no R. It's itty. <laughs> I-T-Y. But anyway, uh, so... Uh, we pick up from our cliffhanger last episode uh, where L has organized a meeting with the remaining members of the Kira Task Force. And we finally get the full L face reveal, everything reveal. He is a person. He's walking around. He's real. He's what, what did you, neat. What did you think about this, Mo? Oh, it looks like every neat I've ever fucking met in my entire <laughs> life that's ever posted an R9K on 4chan or on B or the anime board. Like, dude, I didn't know. And, and you know, uh, like this has really nothing to do with like the, the, the it's not like a spoiler or anything, but I, I finally get the whole like changing the hair color with the art style thing. Because that happened to a couple of a couple of characters later on in the episode, and I just noticed that most fucking like you know, fairly like skinny people of you know skinnyature descent, I, I should say, if that's a word, it's probably not. But fuck it, I'm going with it. I'm going with it. You know, uh, a lot of them rip off their fucking Death Note style, man. Like the redhead light. I didn't know that's where that came uh... from. I don't know if it comes from Death Note. Death Note is a 2006 anime. I feel like there were a lot of 90s anime that had a similar style. Well, it's like, you know, well, I mean, maybe, maybe I don't know, but like as for the modern era, you know, it's like there's so many fucking dudes that are like, hey, what's up? Name's Light, you know, like, you know, and stuff. Here's my demigod. Uh, you know, I see a lot of that. Maybe it's just Twitter. And maybe Yo, it's, bro, you know maybe check out my shinigami dog. You know, like check it, like dude, it, it's it's uh sort of the alpha chad version of the uh the the meme of the the swayjack or the uh, wojack meme of who needs their bousier that fucking meme. It's kind of like a more alpha chad version of that, like a step up instead of a step down to that. <laughs> the meme. the virgin non shinigami haver versus the chad shinigami haver. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh, uh so anyway, anyway so uh, yeah light reveal. or sorry go ahead my bad uh, so we get the full reveal uh the police are kind of you know a little bit um in intrigued he lo- he looks kind of strange he's he's not wearing he's not wearing shoes he's like rubbing his feet together he's he's wearing like baggy jeans he's all disheveled He's yeah, all... he's got fucking raccoon rings around his fucking eyes and shit. Like, this dude keeps addict hours like it's a fucking profession, man. And um, 
So they all introduce themselves to Light, which is where we get the name reveal for most of these characters. I'm pretty sure most of these characters were not named until now. Uh, let yeah, me see if I, I was can, actually. I was. Let actually me see if I can thinking, find all their names because it was not in the wiki. <laughs> there we go. I yeah, found it yeah, immediately. As soon as your, uh, as soon as that happened, I thought about. Uh, I think. Uh, yeah, last week's episode uh, where uh, you were saying most of these guys weren't named yet. And they were like, hey, my name is Dave, Steve, Bill, Craig. <laughs> Dave, Steve, and, and like, Bill. Their names were not Dave, Craig. Steve, and Bill. Uh, uh, so well, in they... my head, they were because I don't speak Japanese. See, so it's hard for my dumb American doofus uh, cheeseburger addled mind to comprehend, you know, Satoshi or Shinigami or Shishimi or stuff. I get you that. Know? I get that. I understand uh but the actual name nope. the task force members are um uh, the two that we know uh soichiro yagami that's light's dad that's the chief of police um and um, matsuda tota uh, we just know him as matsuda that's his name he's matsuda uh we knew him and then the new names we got revealed are aizawa who is the one with the afro um uh, Mogi, who's the one with like the spiky hair, who's like big belt, and uh, who is the one with the flat hair, and that that's our that's our squad. Those are our people. Um, and L sits them down and immediately tells them, "Don't call me L anymore. Call me Rizaki now." Sanaki, which is kind of like how how we're gonna know him. For the rest of the series, like he he goes by many names because fucking weird tactics, but like Riyazaki is the name we hear the most. So in all intents yeah. and purposes, he's Riyazaki. Yeah, I liked I liked the big reveal and the you know the the cops doing the fucking ant rank amateur thing right off of the fucking bat because what did they do, Riley? Oh, they revealed their first and last name, and then and then L does right the fucking, off the fucking bat. Uh, he, Ryuzaki does like the finger gun, and he's like, "If you were Kira, if I were Kira, you'd be dead." Maybe don't reveal yeah. your names, idiots. Uh, so he sits them down. He makes a cup of coffee and puts like a million sugar cubes in it. Uh, in the most which... awkward fucking way possible, <laughs> like everyone's just staring at him. Like half of them are going. This is what a genius looks like. And the other one is like, dude, I fucking kick. He looks like my brother I kicked out last month out of my fucking house because he wouldn't get a fucking job. And he did exactly this shit right here. You know, half is uh, annoyed. The other half is fascinated. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so Elle immediately has them turn all their phones off and put them on a table. And uh, uh, good, fuck. good idea. I, I can't remember the Japanese names. Uh, I have the same problem. Uh, Aizawa is like, what, you still don't trust us? And then Elle's like, no, I just don't like the noises that phones make. I don't like when phones ring while I'm trying to talk. So <laughs> he has them turn off all of their phones and tells them that they can't write anything down from the meetings and that they have to remember the things. Uh, so Elle sits them down and sort of goes through all of his thoughts on the Kira case, what he knows, uh, what he's figured out. Um, sort of... Uh, shoots down the idea of just uh, hiding criminal names from the media due to the fact that he knows that he knows that Kira hates to lose because he also hates to lose, which that I, I really like the parallel between Ellen light there. Um, so he's like, yeah, if we just, if we stop broadcasting criminal names, he's just going to start killing petty criminals or the innocent 
and yeah, hold I the fucking, world hostage. Yeah, I totally agree. I think Light would exactly uh, do that because when Baby doesn't get his way, bodies start fucking piling up. And I think that, you know, because he's already, uh, you know, he, you know, depending on your point of view, the FBI agents, I think, were largely innocent. They were just sent there to do a job that they were supposed to do in, in an honorable profession, I might add. It wasn't even it wasn't even killing the FBI agents. It's just that it wasn't even killing the FBI agents because you kind of have to do that in light shoes because they would have caught him because of the fucking FBI and they already had it narrowed down. So they would have caught him. So he had to kill them. He just killed them in such like this grandiose way where he specifically fucking taunted Ray Penber as he fucking died on the ground. Like there was probably like a more efficient, safer way to go about it <laughs> than what Light did. Yeah, there's probably like a million things that he could have done. Like he could have just killed the fucking like, you know, commanding officer of the fucking feds and they probably would have gotten scared and left. But he killed this dude, literally Thanos snapped fucking like a bunch 12 dudes out of fucking life, man. He made him fucking hashtag. He, le- he at least could have wrote FBI's the names. He at least could have wrote the names in the Death Note himself. <laughs> like he didn't have to do that to Ray Pedbury. He didn't have to yeah. screw Ray Pedbury out of an afterlife. It, it's like the it, it's like the uh, the last episode of the the Family Guy Star Wars crossover, where like Peter and a few of the fucking rebels take the fucking uh, Imperial officers outside of the fucking base, and they make them dig their own graves with fucking uh uh, uh fucking stormtrooper fucking helmets with the heads pulled out. You know, it's like, why are you making us do this, man? Shut up! There's enough cutesy bullshit going on here. Like the dude went savage on all of them, man. Like that's that's pretty much how that fucking scene went. I I love the shit out of that. I thought it was fucking great. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But uh, so uh, after after they throw that name out, um, they start trying to think of other ways to use the media to get to Kira, um, and uh, L kind of goes through his thoughts of the timeline of events between when the FBI arrives and when they die, and the things that happen in between. Um, and we see that Light is kind of also drawing the same diagram from his perspective. And L is like, he's going over what he knows, that the FBI showed up and then something happened and then they died. So he surmises that some somehow one of the people they've inve- that uh, one of the people they were investigating came into contact with them directly and somehow used uh, uh, petty not criminals to uh, manipulate them, because that's where the number 23 comes in again. Done, they, done. It, uh, it, nice. it, it, the number was not specifically important, but it was important in that he killed 23 of them, because he, he only needed a few, but he killed 23 of them so that he couldn't figure, so that L couldn't figure out what criminals he specifically used for his purposes. He so what he only, used? what you say? He So Light killed 23 like all like people who were never convinced so that L could not figure out which ones he actually used to fuck with Ray Penter. Like he only needed to kill like two, but he oh, killed okay, 23 okay. to cover his tracks. Yeah. 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 It was, it's all the fucking distractions subterfuge. Exactly. Um, which, uh, so L, L kind of surmises that he used the criminals to, 
um, manipulate the FBI agent that was investigating him and to kill the rest. And uh, Light is going over the same timeline and how he successfully killed all the FBI agents. And Elle and Light basically come to the same conclusion that all they need is one one piece of evidence and Kira's fucked. Yeah. Like, and just one if thing. I, if I may go ahead and take the reins here for a minute and just sort of describe the next, like, you know, the, the next 10 seconds, because it was my favorite part of the fucking uh, episode. Certainly. You know, they're just sit- they're just sitting there going, well, yeah, but they need that one piece of evidence because if they find out what that piece of evidence is, I'm totally fucked. Hard cut to everyone's favorite character, Detective Fiance. What does she say? I know the thing that will make the- that will uh, catch the fucking uh, 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 Kira. And so, boom, we already have Detective fucking Fiance on the fucking job, boots on the fucking ground, already figuring out fucking everything. Light at this point is, or excuse me, uh, uh, Akira at this point is already pretty much fucked because he didn't do as good a job as he thinks he is. Because, you know, if you really think about it, you know, uh, uh, Light slash Kira is a fucking rank amateur. You know, he's got some wild little ideas, but really eventually, like, this dude is like, you know, like a baby's first mass murdering spree. He doesn't measure, he measures up there with the greats, but does he have the longevity? Maybe, maybe not, but that's a debate for another day. Yeah, fucking, uh, uh, she already found found out, like, what the thing is that, uh, that is, uh, 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 sorry. She already found out the thing that could bring fucking, uh, light slash Kira down. And that's, uh, he has to know the fucking name and the fucking face. And uh, heart attacks aren't the only means of uh, de- uh, death that he can inflict upon somebody. Why are you always so, like, 55 you're going to call him Kira? Just, like, pick one. And I don't know. I don't like, know. Like, like, like light slash or Kira. Like, or light, I'll... or should I say Kira? Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I was being, my bad. I was being indecisive. As to what to call him, do I call him Light? Do I call him Kira? I'll just say fucking Light from now on because it's much easier. Just call him Light. Calling him Light this whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just call him fucking Light because it's easier that way. That way, people who are listening, you know, who are living vicariously through us, who have never watched Death Note before, they're like, "Who's Light? I mean, who's Kira? Like, what the fuck is he talking about, man?" I'm not stoned enough. Well, it's for not this. that hard. It's like it's like Bruce Wayne and Batman. Light is his normal identity. Hey, Kira I don't know, is man. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Have you ever seen fucking Bruce Wayne and fucking Batman in the same room? I mean, it's just I don't know, man. It's, things are fucked. Have you up. ever seen I, Light I and Kira maybe, in the same room? See, I, I think that personally, <laughs> both of them are in cahoots with each other. I think I think Bruce Wayne. Oh, well, hold on, what? Oh yeah, you think anime. Bruce Wayne's hey, in cahoots with Batman. <laughs> yeah, I think he. Yeah, I think he funds Batman, man. I think Bruce Damn. Wayne is somehow connected to this all. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, I gotta say, shittiest fucking Batman reiteration of Batman by an actor I really really like, and uh, that's Jor Mormon uh, from fucking Game of Thrones. He plays Batman, or maybe I should say Bruce Wayne, because he never really dons. Batman, but I think he's a shitty character. It's uh, in uh, the fucking oh Nightwing. What what the fuck is that called? Oh god, uh, Titans. I forget the fucking sh- Titans. Yeah, shittiest iteration of Batman slash Bruce Wayne because he plays both characters. 
like the worst iteration of Batman. Just like cannot, like it's just it's it's not the right fucking job for him. Wasn't the right gig, man. Uh, but anyway, enough about Batman and back to <laughs> uh, Death Note. Uh, so yeah, we have that little cut to the fiance. And by the way, I want to ask you, Mo, do you remember what I spoiled? Because I, I I did a spoiler by accident last episode. <laughs> I don't quite know what you spoiled because you're not being specific. So okay, let's just good. Say- I just wanted to make sure because I'm not going to get specific because then you'll know. But I do, I do want to apologize to anybody who's watching along with us if they did figure out what I spoiled last episode because <laughs> I feel like an idiot. Um, but anyway, uh, so uh, they they go over this diagram and then L ends the meeting by being like, "Okay, I'm going to meet with Julie." And make sure you're not Kira and like pissed about this. And then, then Chief Yagami's like, what he says. Um, and that's kind of how that meeting scene ends. Uh, so, uh, there's a hold on, there's, there's a line in the wiki that doesn't quite make sense to me. Let's see if you can make any sense. That it remember talking about. So, so it says, Yagami notices the flight. Number nineteen. What flaw does he notice? What flaw does he notice? I don't happening. What? Uh, I don't quite. I, uh, you roboted out a tiny bit, but I got the gist of what you said. Well, the the flight, the the flaw that light noticed. Uh, I'll be honest. I kind of don't know. I don't know if I caught that or not. Because he's just one mistake, and but I don't think he finds a mistake right there. Whatever, Death Note Wiki. <laughs> well, well, I'm sure I'll remember. Oh yeah, like, it, immediately it's, after we're it's, done. It's also then, they're also they're also using advanced knowledge of the fucking uh, uh, show because they probably all watched Death Note like a thousand fucking times. They're able to recite certain freaking scenes word by word, verbatim, probably act them out. Really okay, so well maybe too, he so. does notice the flaw, but he doesn't really acknowledge that it's a flaw, and that's the Death Note Wiki being weird. Yeah, uh, but wikis, anyway, wikis normally suck. Yeah, the uh, as if it wasn't obvious enough already that I'm just reading the de- I'm not reading the Death Note wiki word for word, but I'm looking at it so I can remember what the fuck happened because I have no short term memory. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, so we cut to uh, afterwards. We cut to Light's house uh, where after Light is done pondering his schemes, uh, pondering his <laughs> orbs. Pondering his orbs, yeah. Uh, Light's mom is telling uh, Sayu, Light's sister, uh, that she has to go deliver um, some clothes to uh, their da- her dad, Chief Yagami, uh, because he hasn't had a change of clothes and he's been like working super, super hard. And Sayu's like pissed because she was going to go hang out with her friends. And then Light volunteers to go to the police station uh, to bring uh, his father some clothes. Which so, is something uh, which is something that I, I expected him to do because uh, if he had a brain in his fucking head, you know, he would think to himself, maybe I shouldn't ever make an appearance down at the fucking cop shop. Probably like the worst thing is it's like your typical fucking uh, villain, you know, has to scope out all the places that all the action's happening at because it's a fucking little it's an ego uh, boost for them. You know, they oh, get a fucking mo diggity. So yeah, he goes over there and he's checking out the fucking police station. <laughs> probably, probably not the best idea for him to do. You know, like a, it's best. You know, it was probably the smarter Mo? idea. Hold on, it was probably the smarter idea 
to have them forget except his dad that he even fucking exists but here he is just wait mo that's all i'm gonna say about that is just wait <laughs> no I, I pretty much figure i pretty much figure so yeah light uh goes uh he says he's gonna go to the police station ryuk's like oh are you gonna spy on the police and he's like no nah, i'm just gonna go to the front desk and give the clothes uh, i'm not gonna fucking stick my nose where it doesn't belong so yeah he's he's thinking about it he's he's not going in just to like taunt them he's just d- doing a nice thing to make people think he's not an asshole <laughs> uh which which makes sense uh so he might as well have the uh have a giant sign that says i'm a potential suspect maybe even your lead one you know just like you know flying high while he walks in there though that's all i gotta say yeah so anyway uh so he takes a page of the death note with him just in case and he heads over to the police station uh where he brings the clothes for the for chief yagami and at the police station is also a detective widow uh, where bum, she bum, bum. <laughs> she is like begging to speak with somebody from the task force, but nobody's at the task force headquarters. And the front desk man keeps calling, ain't nobody there. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Light is talking to the other receptionist. He gives him the clothes, and the receptionist actually recognizes Light uh, because apparently Light helped them solve a murder investigation a year prior. Uh, so that says that's something we learn is that Light has worked with the police before. He helped them solve a case. Bunch of little an actual crime murders. Yes. <laughs> but um and then the receptionist asks if Light is gonna help solve the Kira case, and then Light says, Yeah, maybe I'll even catch Kira before L does. Uh which catches uh Detective Widow's ears. Yeah. Um <laughs> And, and the, uh, the, the laugh, you know, like after his uh, moment of awkwardness, you know, his hold little on, we laugh. We haven't gotten there yet. I know oh, exactly we haven't what gotten you're talking there? about, oh, Okay, though. my no. bad. All right, go ahead. Go so, ahead. so uh, Light hears uh, this woman begging to talk to Task Force, and he kind of wants to, like, scope out what's going on. So he says, hey, you know, my dad is the lead investigator. I can't give you his number, but, like, if you want to talk to him on my phone, that's fine. Um, which he's not answering right now because he's in the meeting with L. So poor, like, poor t- t- detective fiance, <laughs> detective detective fiance, detective widow. She's detective widow now. Her her fiance's dead. Oh yeah, I guess I guess <laughs> yeah. she would be detective widow now, huh? Yeah. So detective widow, uh, she <laughs> agrees uh, to those terms, and she sort of starts talking to Light, um, and that's when. Uh, Light is offering to his father, and he's like, I guess you'll have to trust me and my father, which I hope won't be too much trouble for you. <laughs> yeah, like, the, the most awkward fucking anime laugh I've ever seen was uh, in, in that episode. I, I thought that was very well done. Even though it was a little silly, it still is kind of funny. It's like, at this point, they're they're kind of taunting us, the writers and the animators are. They're like... You know, there's a giant flashing sign that says, I'm the killer, I'm the killer, I'm the killer. Right there, I think that's enjoyable. I'm stupid, and we record the show really late, so I have to uh, back up for a second and say, uh, I didn't say that L does directly figure out uh, that Kira is a person that one of the FBI agents was investigating. That that is a conclusion that he comes to. I didn't say that flat out. 
But yeah, Elle knows that it was somebody that the FBI was investigating directly. So Elle is Elle is getting on the he's getting on the scent a little bit. Um, well, now we just find out. Yeah, I think it was this episode. I don't recall if they mentioned this in the previous episodes, but I didn't know that uh, Light actually assisted the, with the police to go catch a criminal. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time they mention that Light has directly worked with the police. That actually makes a whole lot of sense as to how his mind works. And that maybe, well, I guess I don't have to alter so much what I said about him being kind of a sociopath. I, I, I get it now. Oh, he's a sociopath, but he's a well, smart sociopath. Yeah, I, I sort of, I, I get where his intelligence and his cunning come from because apparently this isn't some fucking passing craze. This isn't a fad for him. This is something he probably would yeah, you know, he's been you, doing he, big brain shit since long before he was the murder man. Yeah, before he was Death Note guy. You know, apparently this guy is probably going to, you know, follow in his father's footsteps, I would guess. But uh, anyway, so uh, they sort of uh, they decide to take a walk or whatever. I don't quite remember. Do they? You see, I don't want to say something and have it be a spoiler. I guess it's not. This isn't well, like a. Hold on, let me let me read the wiki and well, see if they. I think basically all they really did was uh, they they sat there and they just shot the shit for a little bit, but a uh, uh, light is listening to her talk, you know, and like doing actual real detective work, and it's just like uh, manipulating her real subtly, you know, like she doesn't realize it yet. Uh, but he's going, oh, yeah, but maybe and planting seeds of doubts and all that uh, sort of like smacking down other stuff, being sort of like passively, aggressively, a little bit insulting, a little bit calling her crazy. Well, gas what, what Light's trying to do is what Light's trying to do is it's obviously. Yeah, it's, it's very it's very subtle gaslighting where it's like, yeah, it's like, I don't know, this is kind of a leap of faith. But at the same time, it is important information that could potentially be. A big deal. Yeah. So it's like kind of saying maybe you're right, but like also you're probably crazy. Yeah. And, and letting <laughs> all the fucking and letting his ego get the better of him, too, because then he starts doing the uh, the almost uh, doing the golem thing where he's about to turn around going, my preciousness, you know, with, with the, the fucking uh, maybe you're talking to him right now, you know, like almost went there, but, you know, not quite at Breaking Bad territory yet where she like goes to his house, takes a piss and finds the book in the bathroom. I'm referencing breaking bad for all of you who are actually who ever watched breaking bad before. So yeah, like we're, we're almost at that point where he's kind of like baiting her a, a little bit, but you know, his ego is starting to get the better of him because he needs that validation. Well, no, no, no. I, I guess that's one way to look at it, but another way is like, he's, he's, at the same time, like, egging her on, because he wants to know what she knows, but he's also, like, planting the seeds of doubt. So, like, yeah. maybe she'll just think that she's crazy, which would solve the problem immediately. Um, so, uh, but anyway, uh, Light uh, gets her to introduce herself. Uh, he introduces himself as Light Yagami and describes how to write the Japanese characters as well. Yeah, I, th that was a really weird part that I didn't quite understand. Is that uh, something for American audiences? Uh, because, like, well, no, doesn't he write in cursive? No, no, no. He, like he English explains... English cursive? He does write in English cursive, but it's... Okay. Um, 
He also so writes the- in Japanese sometimes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It depends so on how we- their names are broadcasted on the news. But uh, he did. He says his name is Light Yagami, and he describes like the the Japanese characters that are used to construct it. Um, which is interesting, an interesting kind of peek into how the Japanese language works. Yeah. Like, he's like, Light is written with the character for Moon, and, and Yagami with the characters for God and something else. Which I, which I guess checks out. Uh, if, if, you want, if, we were, if you have the if, kanji for God in your name and you're, you have a God complex. Oh, well, yeah, if if we were just slightly smarter, I'm sure there's more to it than in this scene than we uh, than we realize we're just like, no, no, you know, I know what the scene is uh, for, because he describes how to write his name because he wants to know how to write her name. So he wants her to introduce herself in the same way. And she does. She introduces herself as Shoko Maki and also describes how to write the Japanese characters. Um, and as they talk further, um Light learns that she basically knows everything. Like, she knows literally every fucking thing. Like, she knows that he was controlling the bus jacker. She knows that Kira can kill in other ways than heart attacks. She knows fucking everything. And she says that somebody she knew, uh, a friend of hers, met Kira, uh, which Light is kind of like, fucking really? You met Kira? (laughs) And then she says... Yeah, that her husband is on the bus. Her fiance was on the jacked bus. He had to show his ID to somebody, and that's when light fucking his. F- I love how the whole world just disappears around light, and he's like, "Holy shit, Ray yeah. Penber." <laughs> he's like that, you know. Like this is, uh, you know, I'm I'm thinking, I'm hoping that a prediction that uh, I want to I want to go ahead and make a prediction. I think. Ray Penber, his death is going to ring out like hardcore throughout the at least the the next like several episodes, and that the uh, he'll end up looking at Ray's death as a huge, huge fucking mistake. And this is going to all all like the one man's death uh, triggered all of this shit. And if he just left well enough alone, it probably would have turned out much, much better, or maybe much differently. Perhaps, perhaps, uh, but yeah, so he figures out, like, holy shit, it's Ray Penber, which I guess that is the flaw that he notices. He's like, he doesn't really acknowledge it as a flaw, but now I remember he was looking through the timeline and he's like, okay, there's no way to connect me back to this on, as long as nobody finds out I came into contact with Ray Penber. That, that, that was the thing that he figured out. Like, if somebody, if somebody figures out that I came into contact with Ray Penber, I'm kind of fucked. Oh, yeah, he's getting <laughs> deep dick down, man. Like, all the way. Gonna get so his anyway. dad fired. Gonna get his dad fired and disgraced. Uh, his mom and sisters disgraced. Like, destroys his family. Why would his dad be fired? Oh, no, well, because, like, who would want a fucking chief who let his uh, fucking know? Like, how'd you let this get past you? You're, the killer was living under your roof, under your nose. That's that's fair. But anyway, uh, so I mean, I think so. You know, like a lot like this does happen a whole lot, especially when it's like a close personal friend or a relative. Uh, But yeah, so anyway, uh, fucking Shoko Maki, Detective Widow, she she has lights number like he's fucked, but he's not fucked, though, because he has a page of the death note and he knows her name. So. 
So Light Light evilly laughs to himself and he's like, well, I guess there is a god on my side. Yeah. And not and just a god of death. Yeah, and not and uh that's where the, the, the cool looking anime sort of art style uh kicked in was specifically that scene. You know, she had really pretty blue hair, looked super hot and you know, I'm sorry, but uh, you know, detective Detective, uh, uh, Detective Widow's pretty hot. She's, she's she pretty is hot. hot. She might be Detective Waifu. I'm going to be honest. You know, Det- I might hey, actually have. Hey, my- do not declare your Death Note Waifu right now because there is. Nah, there's. A- I, I don't know, man. <laughs> detective fucking. You know, de- de- Detective fucking Widow. I'm pretty not fucking gonna, hot. I like. I'm, I'm not, starting. To, she's I'm smart. Not, she's listen. hot. She's like you know willing to be a fucking like home. Like she's willing to be a fucking professional or a housewife. It's given it's her fair. a choice. It's fair. Probably it's is fair. great in the fucking sack because she doesn't look like she will. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and yeah, uh, no, no, this, this is line of, uh, of of questioning right there. Just forget about Mo. This is this is fair. And I'm it not going to listen. I'm not going to detective waifu has a listen, nice ring to it. Mo diggity. I'm not going to spoil anything about like how she actually impacts the plot. Well, don't we please. I, I won't. I won't. Not. I'm not talking about detective waifu either, uh, but uh, there will, there is a female character that is going to be introduced pretty soon, and I think you might have to reevaluate who your Death Note waifu is. That's all I'm gonna uh, say. I mean, so far the Pickens is slim. Uh, you know, like one's like a 14 year old, which is you know super gross and creepy and weird, and the other one's Light's fucking mom. And I don't know, man, ain't nothing. You know, I don't know the like I, I, Light's listen. mom doesn't really sound like waifu material. Detective fucking. Uh, widow however you know that's sounds like Detect- detective a widow kid, she's, she's she's got it going on but just just wait all right just all wait, right, all right. um but uh anyway so yeah that we kind of get the episode that ends on that cliffhanger by the way i just wanted to say i like the talking about animation there was a specific frame that i liked i don't know if you noticed it like in particular um but it was as Naomi as Detective Widow. <laughs> you didn't hear that. <laughs> Det- no, I have Detective no idea Widow. Who that is so. Okay, Detective Widow. Um, as Detective Widow, fucking uh, potentially de- Detective fucking Waifu. Detective wa- as Detective Waifu is, uh, sort of completely deconstructing, uh, Light's entire plan. There's a scene where they're both walking forward. And she's dis- she's explaining, and Light is giving her, like, the most vitriolic death stare. And I fucking love that frame. And they stop for the crosswalk while it's happening. So they're in motion originally, and you see, like, the death stare, and then they both stop. And Light still has the fucking, like, do, do you remember this death stare? Uh, yeah, I remember the My Precious is uh, fucking uh, thing, but... I'm going to be honest, uh, you know, I think she's figured it out already. She's just smart enough to know to not show her fucking hand because I think she found out that she's talking to him, uh, to, to Kira, right at that fucking uh, stoplight. That's well, where I think she, she never turns it out. around. Yeah, because she's smart and she knows that this guy is a killer. If she fi- if he finds out, I know now I'm fucking as good as dead. I mean, I think so. Anyway, I think I think that she's that smart. Okay, the, if that's the call you're making, we'll see. No, because it because it, it, it seems like you know she's been at this like probably what uh, in show maybe about a week, 
maybe a few days at least. I mean, I mean she's, yeah, that's like, fair. How, she, how she's long figured has out it been? a short amount of time, but there's really yeah, it's been a super super short amount what, of time. What evidence does she have to link it to light? Because she didn't turn around when he was death staring her. So like, what what does she have on him? Because fucking light. All right, trying to trying to forget that I'm watching this show from his perspective. It seems kind of funny that this kid, you know, like uh, who's associated with the police, uh, you know, police officer, you know, the the police station, the cops inside, the the fucking chief, and uh, probably knows all about like everything that she, you know, just something. I don't know how to put this. I just think it's kind of funny, and I think she probably spotted something. I think she might have been on. I think the the jig might be up already. Like in her mind, I think she probably has a lot to suspect. A uh, light of being Kira, I think. I offer no real conclusive evidence other than, you know, anime and how anime works. And at that specific scene, where it's just like a shot of her with like a, a an exp- expressionless, emotionless face. That's that's what I think. And the ching, fucking weird sound effect at that scene. I I, I think I think so. I'm probably just talking uh, bullshit, though. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, we'll we'll see what happens as this develops because this episode again ends on a cliffhanger, uh, where where Light is about to just get rid of her. Um, and yeah, that's it. That's the end of the episode. Uh, so do we have any uh, basic <laughs> basic final thoughts before we get into our three questions? Uh good pacing of the episode nice finally you know the payoff six episodes into the show finally you get the big reveal the the new main character or the new major character because i don't know exactly how you know heavy uh he gets into it you know it could be a fucking trunks thing where he's hyped to hell and dragon ball z and then you get him for the one arc and you never see him again till like basically gt so not trying to get too attached to at least three episodes. It's not in. Mo. The the Trunks in GT is the Trunks who's a child in the Boo saga. He is not future Trunks. It is the grown up version of the child Trunks for the Boo saga. Oh, yeah, you, you know what? You know what? I, I don't have time for your shenanigans and, and, and your goofy nonsense. Uh, it's not, not even stuff. saying GT. I'm not saying GT isn't canon. We're not having that argument. Saying. That the Trunks in GT is not the Trunks from the future. It is the Trunks who was a kid in the Boo Saga grown up because GT is years later. All right. I, 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 I will not uh, argue with you because, like, you are correct, sir. And I almost made an egregious error. And I do apologize for that. Uh, but anyway, though, uh, so our three questions that I think have kind of obvious... An- well, not really. There are a couple ways we can go. Um, so, favorite character? Uh, Mo Diggity. Um, I'll go ahead and go like with, with the safe choice. I'll, I'll go with L. L is my favorite character. I enjoyed that. I finally got like a good, you know, like more than a couple of minutes of uh, fucking dialogue from him. So, you know, he'll... He'll uh he'll get the big nod for favorite character this episode. That's that's not where I was expecting you to go. <laughs> I was expecting no, no, I, I was, was gonna have to go there because you were gonna go the obvious way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I would have said detective fucking you know detective widow. You know I, I'm I'm trying not to let my heart jump out my chest yet. I ain't in love just yet, but you know by golly, you know like she's she's doing it for me. 
So yeah, Aunt, honorable yeah, honorable smart. mentions to Detective Widow, but I think I have to go with L as well. Yeah. Uh, the the L reveal is really well done. I really love his character. Uh, I'm going to continue to love his character uh, for the rest of the time that he is in the show uh, because Ryazaki is a vibe and I love him dearly. Um, so yeah, L easy. Uh, the very good reveal. I like I like the uh, the sugar cubes and the coffee because that's a. Uh, that's the first taste we get of his funny little quirk, which more on that as it develops. Um, yeah, and but... he's a little weird, little awkward, but he's, uh, you know, like this is what an introvert sort of neat, but a productive neat, you know, could do with their time. You know, it's a, uh, it's, it's a nice reveal. That's what I'll say. It's a good, it's a nice major character reveal. Very, very I'm good liking, reveal. I'm liking how uh, Light's father is becoming a more prominent character as well. And I, I like his character a lot. So I'm, ho- I'm hoping something good, you know, comes like I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the rest of his story arc. It hurts me so much. Cause like, it's not like we could do this show like every day. Uh, I wish we could. Cause like, I so much want to talk to you about what happens like later in the show, but I have to no, wait. No, no, no. It like, hurts yeah, so I, much. I like, I like this pacing because that means I get time to play video games and no, like, I'm you know, have a lot. I, 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 you know, like the worst, but coolest, best thing. And yet shittiest thing is the ability to marathon whole seasons because I'm really, really enjoying this. I think why I'm liking death Note so much is because I'm not watching like eight or nine episodes at a time. No, this I'm show is a great binge stuff. watch was, though. I rewatched no, I, I it. Bet, I bet. I rewatched the entire show. And like a week, like pretty recently before we started this podcast, that it was great. Uh, but anyway, uh, so favorite scene in the episode. Um, favorite I guess, scene? Oh, okay, yes. you go first. Uh, my favorite scene. I guess I have to say the meeting with L, uh, because, you know, the uh, obviously, you know, honorable mention to the Detective Widow stuff, but just. Uh, the meeting with L is well crafted. Uh, we get to sort of get a look into L's uh, inner psyche and uh, his thoughts on the Kira case and his uh, parallels to Light. Uh, I think I think the scene is very well done, so I got to give it to that. All right, excellent, good choice, good choice. Um, well, well, mine's the the detective and uh, L scene because you know, with my joking aside, the detective and Light a- scene. <laughs> yeah. Oh, L. Fuck. Light. L. My White, bad. My L, bad. I know, I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, it's 48 degrees in here. I'm thinking about like it's too late to go get the fucking little space heater. So I'm fucking the cold's affecting my brain. But anyway, uh, no, the the scene like from start to finish, it was super awkward, super weird, super you know nice. You know, he seems to be a good citizen. You know, just trying to help a you know, a, a good Samaritan, you know, in, in, in some dire straits, I guess, needs to get to the ca- police captain. And he happens to have the way to do it. So he's just being, he's being nice and courteous and helping her. And then you get the whole like little uh, dialogue, which I thought was a really, really good back and forth, which it seems that this uh, series, this show does really, really well with its character back and forths. And there's not a really whole lot of wasted time that I can pick up on in this show so far. Like every, uh, like not every interaction with the character with one-on-one is significant, 
but it's good that you're paying attention because maybe this could be significant, you know? Like, who knows how Light's day will act when uh, he just fucking stops and has, like, two lines with his fucking sister, right? And I like stuff like that, you know? So this scene in particular, how they uh, did it, and then the ending of the scene with the, uh, the animation style change up and all that and the fucking psycho fucking uh, murder look and uh, her like worried on her face and still bummed out because her fiance is dead after all. And she just un maybe unknowingly, maybe she did figure out that, you know, she's talking to uh, her uh, fiance's killer. So I thought that was really, really cool. I thought they did a very great job, like bang up job on that scene in particular. Uh, the, the, the L scene with the cops was fucking amazing, too. I thought it was really well done. Yeah. Uh, so rating out of 10. Uh, this is a strong, strong fucking, uh, uh, I'll give it a 10. I'll give it a 10. You will? Yeah, no, I'll give it a fucking 10 because <laughs> there was, a, yeah, I'll give it a 10 because there wasn't really a wasted moment. There were points to just about every single scene, you know, uh, the, uh, the, the back and forth, the reveals, everything was, uh, exceptionally well done. And, you know, they put a little bit of flash at the end of that. And I appreciate that. So with uh, all the character building and plot building and tension building and all that and the dun-dun-duns of it all, I'll, I'll give it a 10. Fuck it. First 10. I'm so, yeah, I'm saving, I'm saving my 10s because this show does get better. I know it's hard to believe, but it does get better. Oh, no, I, I believe uh, it. I believe it. Uh, <laughs> um, for me... I'm probably going to give it the same score I gave the last one. Uh, solid 8.5. For me, it does not. it's not as good as episode 2. Like, episode 2 I gave a 9 because it was amazing. And it was fucking crazy. And I don't think this approaches that level. But oh, I do uh, think it is very good. Well, like, uh, I, I love murder mysteries and stuff like that. So I haven't watched a, a good murder mystery sort of show i'm trying to give the new fucking dexter uh the new blood uh a chance man but so far it's it's like the same energy from the lackluster uh final season of the main show is still kind of there and i'm bored as shit and that was like six, seven episodes into the show. Though there's some really, really good shit. That it's just not doing it for me like Death Note is doing it for me. Well, Mo, yeah, now you have Death Note. And I just want to let you know, we got off on a separate track. I was going to say this when it was more relevant to our conversation. Well, but no, I, just want you to, I just want you to know, because of how, how much it is paining me right now to like not talk to you about later parts of the show. Yeah, of course, once, of course. Once we cover all 37 episodes, there's going to be like a three hour wrap up podcast where oh, I have it, every conversation that I have wanted to have this entire time. <laughs> but right. uh, and, anyway, and I was I was thinking about this. There's going to be like I'm going to predict there's a few times at least uh, in, in this series where I'm like, dude, just hit record. I'll jump in because I will want you to get my my full uh brunt and impression of any shocking episodes. I'm already seeing me doing that right now. So 
Well, like getting live reactions for the more yeah, shocking yeah, episode. like you know, like how sometimes, like uh, to the people who are listening, sometimes we'll hop into the VC, get ready to record, and we'll have a little mini back and forth. And I know that there's going to be like Game of Thrones style, fucking like, oh my god, this happened, and I'll want you, I want to give the audience and you the the full brunt and weight of my uh, impression of that episode when it comes. Well, I mean, at that point, if episodes, it's, I if should it's probably shocking, say it's plenty. if I spoil for you that the episode is shocking, it's going to hit less. Oh, like, no, no, oh, no, no, oh, no. This you, is one of the big not... ones. I had to get your live reaction. No, no, no. I'll, I'll tell you to just start recording before I jump in. That way I give you the authentic shit. So that's what I'm but, thinking. But if you already know that it's shocking, your initial reaction is already gone. Because it already happened. All right. All right. I think we're thinking too much. Yeah, uh, I think uh, this, uh, yeah, we're we're getting too deep in thought. Uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah, solid eight point five for me for the episode. Um, and there were two Death Note rules that got revealed through the transitions in this episode. I guess to make up for the fact that most of them had had one, and the other and last episode didn't have any. Um, so the the two rules that were revealed were. If a human uses the note, a god of death usually appears in front of him or her within 39 days after he or she uses the note. That was the first rule. And then the other rule was, gods of death, the original owners of the death note, do not do, in principle, anything which will help or prevent the deaths in the note. So that that's our death note rules for this episode. Yeah, I, I fucking... Uh... I was distracted by something. I was going to read the damn things. And all of a sudden I was like, oh shit, they're gone. Fuck. Oh, fuck it. I'm watching. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, man. Great uh, fucking episode. Really, really enjoyed it. Great episode. And now that we've talked about death though for 50 minutes, uh, are we going to talk about Joe Rogan, Ethan Ralph, both oh, of no, them? Oh, no, no. Like, I, I, <laughs> so I don't want to fucking mention that, that rage picky's fucking name. So just, I'm just over him. I uh, was just like, I really just, uh, Looking at the irrational action, like the, the the people faking being outraged for this when they're just really it's just a bunch of unthinking, uncaring sociopaths and, you know, just like tiny minded fucking people who are jumping on an outrage train who just want to destroy something like these people are like we're talking L- about Joe Rogan, ex- to be clear. Yeah, yeah. To, so the, way Rogan, was, the way like, it was the framed, way that... it kind of sounded like we were talking about Ethan Ralph. We're talking about Joe Rogan. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, like, you burn that motherfucker down to the ground, I don't give a shit, fuck him. Anyway, no, like, uh, the way that people are acting um, with uh, uh, Joe Rogan's bullshit, they're just looking, to, like, they're jumping on the fucking destroy train, and it's just because they want the fucking sense of elation, or fucking maybe it's like a dopamine rush that they crave, that they just want to fucking destroy something and it be legal and they can't really get in trouble for it because morality uh, isn't a really a concept that they identify with. They probably call it right wing propaganda or something to that extent. But yeah, that's, that's just how I feel about it. And it's a, it's a bad day in, in the, in America and the world when a fucking leader of a country like Joe fucking Biden and his white house call for a, stronger actions 
from something the company. to be done against uh, the fucking uh, against an employee. Go fuck yourself. Shut no, the no, no, fuck no. up. Not even against an employee. That's the so fact fucked. that the the it, leader it, it, of the you... United States of America felt it necessary to say further action should be taken against this guy who has a podcast on Spotify. Yeah, what well, did, did he fucking not suck your dick enough, Joe? I mean, what the fuck? Like, I know he was a Bernie supporter, and you know. You guys probably, you know, they don't like him, but, you know, go fuck yourself. Man. I just, I'm God sad damn. that uh, Joe is kowtowed and he, a bunch of episodes are getting deleted. Like, no, nah, I, 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 I won't bag on him too much for that. He's, he's doing what he, he should do because he is. No, uh, you should never a, delete he, anything. No no, 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 no. He's a professional at that level, though. The concessions that he can't make that you and I can make because we're at the level that we're at right now. There's just shit, some shit that we can't do that he can do and that he can do that we can do or, and vice versa. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand and, and what you're I, saying, I understand but at the same that, time, and I feel fucking deleting bad. is gay. It. Deleting is yeah. gay. I know. De- 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 deleting is, is... And that is includes you, lame. Mo Diggity, and your tweet delete fucking... No, fuck that shit. No, too. I, I, no I, I, I tweet delete... Because I talk a lot of massive shit. My and Twitter Jan- and January sixth just fucking happened. I had to fucking delete like every fucking day for at least like until my fucking birthday. Which my Twitter is an extensive history. My Twitter is a history fucking archive of my brain for the past four years. See, I, I would I would never just erase that. See, that's the thing though. You know, like I, I don't I don't need to. Uh, go through a fucking stressful fight over some stupid fucking tweet I made like six, seven years ago. It's just going to get my blood pressure up, and then I'm going to pop off real, real fucking bad. That's why you don't I fight. That's problem. why you just say like L no, plus I need ratio to fight, and you leave it alone. No, I, I need to. I need to fucking fight. I need the, you know, I, I need to fucking throw some fucking hands. You know, I gotta do something. Can't just let this shit fucking slide. Fuck that. That's fucking lame. I really, so, I'm, I'm preventing myself to, you know, from doing that because if there is a way that I can make some money, like I'm just, I'm going to fucking make my fucking bank. After I have fuck you money, I'll start, I'll, I'll fucking pop off again. But yeah, you once know, you have, like, uh, once you have fuck now. you money, stop, stop using tweet delete. Yeah, like l- let me. Sell I mean, didn't you just get like, a thirty dollar an hour job? I, I, I think you're making fuck oh, you money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, about that. Uh, it turned Aww. out no, it, it it didn't go through. I got hired on, and then shit went happened, and, and shit happened, and now they're not hiring, and they uh, it was really weird. There was a bunch of weirdness with the uh, uh, with some of my emails going. Like all my emails from them got kicked back to me, so that was really weird. And I don't think it was the good thing that I thought it was. I might have got fucked up and. Well, I, I, I might have almost fucked Did up. Did you get scammed? I, I, no, uh, no, because it didn't sound or seem like a scam. It seemed like a real interview. It's new because it's at home, work at home stuff. And I called the dude up. It sounded like an American, uh, you know, like John Q. Public fucking American, right? I mean, American, like, Americans can scam you. That It's racist to assume no, that well, all no, scammers the, the, the are Indian. The reason why, well, well, <laughs> well, no, I didn't say Indian. You did. I was going to say <laughs> South African, but you know Indian too. Is that true? Do yeah, South man, Africans scam Africa. people. Well, like uh, Africans, you know, like the Nigerian prince. That's true, but they're never actually Nigerian. 
Yeah, I know, but it's from Africa. In India is where the scans actually come from, right? No, it's 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 India Russia, and South Africa. Okay, it's Russia, China, uh, India, and Africa, South Africa ish. I'll say that though. So India is like the famous one because like there's the Indian tech yeah, scanners. It, that's that's what people know. Please to be helping you, my friend. You can can I have your social security card? My uh, name is hello. Steve from Dallas. My name is Steve. I am in Dallas, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Social security card. <laughs> it's literally fucking. There's like a there's a there's a bit from uh, My Name Is Earl, a very underrated sitcom. It's just um, this kid's like dad was like poor and he was desperate to get money. And one of the things he tries is he just calls somebody and he says, "Hey, this is Ed from the bank. Can I have your social security number, please?" <laughs> Did it work? No. Because, <laughs> like, dude, you'd be surprised. Like, all right, so the job I just got done working, like, other than a few weeks ago, it was I was on the phone, right? You'd be really, really surprised how easy it is to just fucking tell someone, hey, give me your uh, your card info. And they just fucking give it to you real quick. Some people even start off with uh, reading you the card info because they want to book the thing that I was going to do for them. And, uh, well, yeah, but like it, it's companies that you know aren't scams, right? Like I, like in my telemarketing world, I work for like a professional company, so like I represent clients that are known. So like people will give me their credit card numbers because they're buying a product from X company. Well, like, true, it's not, true. Yeah, because I was I was doing shit with uh, with uh, Handy and HomeAdvisor and Angie.com, formerly Angie's List. I was doing work for them. Wait, but they, they're, they're Angie's as, list rebranded. Damn. Yeah, to Angie.com. They gobbled up HomeAdvisor and Handy.com. Now they're three companies, but under the Angie umbrella. Ugh, God, I'm talking work now. God damn it. <laughs> the Angie umbrella. Yeah. How, how many times did you have to say that phrase on the phone? Oh, fucking countless times. I couldn't even tell you how many times. I'm su- I'm surprised you're even like dropping the company you represented because I'm very nervous to ever oh, do that. Oh no no no! I I don't work for those guys anymore. I took a different position with the company, and uh, you know, good luck with people trying to nail, uh, boil that down because uh, there's several 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 companies that do this shit, same shit that I was doing with those three companies. So it's one in like dozens. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Anyway, that's that's just all I gotta say about it. Is uh, you know, if you're if we allow a uh, a corrupt uh, piece of shit, fucking cocksucker, and his little uh, pet fucking vice president cop, uh, to bully companies into all right, punishing. All right. and, no, not, no, 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 no. Hold on. To, if 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 we're allowing that to happen and we don't like vote that bastard out, like it says something terrible. Okay, okay, about come on. Let's not with the Joe Biden, like a, a little harsh. Why not? Fuck him, man. He fucking just told a company to punish an employee uh, for using his freedom of fucking but speech. But that wasn't actually Biden, though. We all it, know it, it wasn't it was, actually it, Biden. It was by, when, when the White House says it, it's in Biden's fucking voice. It's not Biden. It is well, yeah, it's in the, my, it well, is broadcasted the, on behalf of Joe Biden. But do you think Joe Biden even knows who Joe Rogan is? No, it was one of his yeah. fucking little advisors. 
but we can't really, you know, I'm sorry, but when we say the White House said this, who do we mean? We mean the president. We don't mean the White House's advisors or staff or fucking. I guarantee you, Joe Biden does not even know who Joe Rogan is. I, I've, I've got to disagree. That he, you know, because he's a, you know, like those people in in the White House and Congress and government, they're 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 want to be little freaking totalitarian, little dictators, man. And they finally see the crack in the free speech armor, and they're going for it hard. So I, I think when we hear things uh, like the president and the White House saying the things that they say, I think that's cause for great concern. We also have World War III sort of on the doorsteps, too. So I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah, but we've been saying that for years. Like, when no, is it actually going to happen? Yeah, but now it's it's happening because of the Russia fucking thing in the yeah, Ukraine. But- it's it's not gonna ha- it's like not gonna happen until one day it, we're never gonna know like we're never going to predict it it's gonna happen one day and it's gonna be over the thing the one thing that we didn't predict is gonna cause World War Three is gonna cause World. See, I, I I'm willing to agree with you there. I just personally these uh the 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 people the world's leaders uh they really like uh, wagging their dicks out in the fucking wind. And they 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 like the production of it all. Like they, I think I, I, these people get off on it because it's it's. Think about it. You're in a position of supreme power, hardly very little to no accountability. You know, no one's really watching the watchers, so to speak. And you have it all, and you forget yourself as a person. And Putin is fucking one of those people, definitely. True. You know, I think World War Three is going to start, Mo. He's former KGB also, so he's a commie piece of shit. He here, here. probably is responsible for thousands of thousands on his own watch of people here's, jailed here's, or died, dead. This episode is banned in Russia now. Uh, congratulations. Uh, be fun- it'd be funny if I actually got like an email from Spotify that's like, yeah, your podcast is banned in Russia now. <laughs> no, that's only if we talk shit about China. So, but um, fuck China. <laughs> no, I, 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 I think I think Russia would censor people for talking shit about Putin, right? Oh no, th- yeah, they, they do. They do. Uh, just uh, ask the the members of the two of the three members of Pussy Riot. Uh, last I check, uh, they the three women because they do not like women in Russia, or they they like women, but they like them to know their place. And arguably a lot of the russia women kind of like it too i guess it's just their culture whatever it's cool it's fine whatever but uh women who tend to speak out against the state do they beat the fucking shit out of them in public and they throw their asses in jail the last i checked it was almost eight ten years ago when pussy riot had their big public uh uh protest against putin putin and uh the lead singer or one of the members of the band got thrown in fucking jail and that's the last i've heard of that situation so maybe she's out now but she was in jail for a while just for using her freedom of fucking speech because some fucking uh freedom of speech not exists in russia well like i mean whatever right but you you can be prosecuted for speech in every other country that isn't i know that's why i fucking despise of like most fucking countries on the fucking planet like seriously, like and so how, soon we'll be able to be prosecuted for speech in America. Oh, that won't happen because like a uh, people are fucking freaking out. It already out happens. Over... People get prosecuted for hate speech. No, they don't. 
Do they not? We don't, have, we don't have any hate speech. We have people who are canceled by the fucking mob who have no jurisdiction. They're basically shitty Batman. You know, they're like shitty versions of Batman, except they're not doing really much for the world or society. No, we don't have hate speech laws. We don't officially recognize hate speech as even existing. Spoiler alert, it fucking doesn't because there's only freedom of fucking speech. Sorry, but you know, not freedom sorry of speech. One hundred percent protects hate speech. Yeah, and people that's who the think fucking, it, it don't is that that's the fucking point stupid. of freedom of speech is to say controversial shit. That's like something that's a big, big fucking deal. hundred percent. I'm getting off fucking topic here. You and got people, me talking about Putin shit. And people make, you know, people make the appearance like, oh, you can't say fire in a movie theater. Completely different thing. Has nothing to do with the speech itself. It's just public causing public fucking panic. It has nothing to do with the speech. Saying saying I hate insert race here. And yelling fire in a movie theater are two very different things. Well, it's the same thing with Julian Assange and fucking Edward Snowden and uh, 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 I think it's Caitlin Manning. Uh, no, not Kay- uh, yeah, uh, Bradley Manning transitioned to a woman, and for the life of me, I'm forgetting her name. I think it's Chelsea, Chelsea Manning. There we go. Chelsea yeah, Manning. the whistle. Yeah, these whistleblowers. Okay. You know, they use their fucking freedom of speech, and we have political problems where we make sure that we catch these people in other countries where we well, can. I don't, I don't know if. Uh, to be fair, to be fair, <clears throat> I don't. I don't know if Edward Snowden and Chelsea Manning were freedom of speech. Chelsea speech because no, they, they were absolutely I'm no assuming- whistleblowers. Whistleblowers are absolutely necessary. We have to have whistleblowing like 100%. Well, sure, no, but I'm saying under no the laws or anything like that. I'm saying under the laws of the country though, like I'm sure there were NDAs. Like I don't I don't think it it's under the law of America Edward Snowden would be protected under freedom of speech because I'm sure he signed plenty of NDAs. Hey, well, those NDAs mean something if your company or organization aren't doing illegal or irreprehensible irrep- fucking things. You know, terrible, fucking awful, immoral, fucking things. I think that invalidates those NDAs. And honestly, oh, does it? Okay, I don't know how honestly, the law works. I'm a no, 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 no. I mean, like, it, it doesn't because they they use the law to fuck people with those NDAs. But honestly, we, the the government, whenever a whistleblower fucking thing comes about, they should have the full fucking protection of the United States government when they fucking do so, like without fucking question. If it's under whistleblower protection acts and laws and stuff full fucking protection but they don't fucking exercise it because they can do it if they want and we wouldn't have the problems that we're having right now but uh we're 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 in a dark time and right now and it's going to get a fuck of a lot darker like we're only seeing fucking clouds appearing we haven't seen the fucking dark yeah uh but anyway we've been talking about this for Oh, not even minutes. as long as I thought. Yeah, twenty minutes. That's fine. Okay, yeah, I'll I want to say now. Uh, sorry for all those who I've offended. My bad. Sorry, I talked bad. I wanted, about to, I wanted to share my uh, my World War Three theory. Here's what it's gonna call cause World War Three. All right, here here it is. Here's my theory. Uh, so, uh, what's gonna cause World War Three is there's gonna be this strange phenomenon, right? Uh, a bunch of a bunch of criminals. <laughs> 
Criminals dying from heart attacks. No shit. And it's it's gonna be a, a very mysterious. Uh, nobody nobody knows what's going on. Who who could be causing uh, such death? And it's gonna cause World War Three. Yeah, there's gonna be fucking uh, the the neat uprising will finally fucking happen. World, a World million War fucking copy. Yeah, a, a million copycats of fucking Kira and fucking. Uh, uh, fucking L are just going to fucking appear fucking everywhere. And we're going to have a fucking anime war, the likes of which we have never seen in this world. Oh my God. I need to remember. I need to set a reminder for myself. There's a really funny Death Note meme video. And I can't show it to you until we watch, I believe it's episode nine. But once we get there, I need to remember to show it to you because it's the funniest shit. <laughs> I, I gotta remember, episode 9 is when I get to show Mo the funny meme video. <laughs> but anyway, uh, thank you all for listening to Kira's Kingdom. Mo Diggity, where can our listeners find you? Our listeners can find me at twitter.com forward slash mosidegaming42. I got a pinned tweet with all my stuff in there. Hit up twitch.tv slash modiggity. Trying to get a thousand followers on that. And I'm trying to get a bunch more followers on Twitter. So if you can, please spare a, a Mo, a follow on, you know, all my social media stuff. That how many followers do you have on Twitter right now? Uh, how many followers? Uh, 217. Uh, but I get so a actually, lot, it's, it's kind of um, weird. I, I get a lot more engagement despite my small follower count. So I like that. Uh, yeah, nobody on Twitter uh, because I have 259 followers and I want to make sure that my number stays above most numbers. All right, you know, fuck <laughs> Riley. Don't fucking follow him at all. You know, you follow me. I'm the more entertaining fucking dude anyway. You'll trust me. You'll you'll enjoy it. No, I'm just playing. Go, we all, we all know the funniest person on this show is Demi Gloom. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, she could not make her presence known for this particular episode. For this episode. evening. She said she said maybe next episode. We'll see. Okay. Uh but uh I want more guests for the show. By the way, nobody's still listening. I should have said this earlier. But in case there's one person who may still be listening, uh I want I want more guests for this show. I don't want Debbie Glow only fucking one. If you wanna if you want a guest on this show, hit me up. Twitter DMs at Riley Tweets. Hit me up. Come on the show. I, I no, have my Gibson. Mel Gibson, I'm I'm aiming for you to come on the fucking Kira's Kingdom podcast. <laughs> Mel Gibson, <laughs> yep. Uh, Trevor Noah, Daniel Bryan, you know the list goes on and on. Alex Jones, dude, I I, I want fucking Alex Jones to be on Kira's Kingdom. That shit would be so goddamn fucking funny. I want Alex Jones on Largest Issue. That would legitimately be the funniest thing to ever happen. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, but anyway, come on, Kira's Kingdom. I I have talked to. A couple people. Nobody reached out when I tweeted, but I talked to my friend Jinji, and he said he'd be down. But like knowing knowing Jinji's track record, it's a fifty fifty shot whether he actually ever shows up for an episode. And I talked to the guy who actually like it got me to watch Death Note, and he, I think he's coming on for the finale. He's coming on for episode thirty seven. Nice, nice, nice. So, uh. Yeah, I want I want more guests. I want I want more people who aren't demi glue, so that it doesn't look stupid. Because I put the guests like, like I'll put the guest featuring like whoever in parentheses at the title, and it's really funny that 
four out of the five episodes we've posted have a featuring Demi Gloom in the title. I'd really like to uh, spice that up a little bit, have it be featuring somebody else so it doesn't just look stupid. <laughs> I, got a f- I got a few in mind. Yeah. Uh, I'll, tell you, yeah. I'll tell you afterward. Hit up whoever you want, though, honestly. Definitely, but, uh, definitely. Uh, yeah, thank you for listening to Kira's Kingdom. We will see you next time for episode seven. Hooray! Yay! Cowabunga.